Hello, listeners. Why not consider being a beloved Patreon and enjoy all the benefits that our Patreon site has to offer? You can do this by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash promotermouths. Hi, I'm the comedian and quizzer Paul Sinha, and I cannot recommend highly enough the benefits of listening to the Promoter Mouth podcast. Do it now. Here we go again for episode number 27 of the Promoter Mouse podcast. Hello, Pablo. We, we made it, Kai. We made it to 27. We did. We haven't died in a nasty incident. But there's, there's time yet. There is time. We haven't yeah. got to the end of that yet, have we? We're still yeah. just 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we can do it. But you look like you're in a good mood. You're not going to attack me. I don't fancy any uh, drugs overdose, and I'm nowhere near a swimming pool. No, no, that, we'll save that for after. Yeah. Yeah, drugs in the pool. Yeah, maybe, maybe a Patreon episode. Have you brought your Speedos? Uh, no, obviously not. Oh, I've come straight from work. Disappointing. We're going to have to do it. We're going to have to skinny dip it. It is a bit hot, isn't it? It is a bit hot. Yeah, I said it would be. It's going to get hotter and hotter. And and all that talk of speedos and skinny dipping is the hottest show we've done so far. Oh, it, what? Temperature-wise? No, sexy-wise. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I see. Yeah. yeah right. Hey, I guess what? We put a little call out, didn't we, on our Patreon? Yes. And we said, if you're a Patreon, you can contribute to our show by reading the intro we did indeed and look who responded a quarter of actually we had two we can only do one today and the first person out the box was our wonderful simon oh yeah patreon sigh now <clears throat> he sent three well actually kai he, oh i bet he sent six didn't he he, sent, could... he sent six and said come on mate you're gonna have to get out of the airing cover to read these <laughs> <laughs> yeah some people enjoy our offers too much and I think uh, I think Cy Roberts is on, he's on board, guys. Yeah, I love him. We can't ask for more than that. No, we can't ask for more. I love it. And he he uh, sent us loads, so we can trickle those through over episodes. But we're going to play one right now. Two rival comedy promoters happen to live in the same sleepy town in Norfolk. Rather than be at each other's throats, competing for territory like crap Colombian cartel leaders, they have joined together with the joint aim of banging on about the UK comedy scene through the lens of also living in an idyllic English market town. There we go, that was Cy Roberts. I can't help thinking that when he said market, he was taking the piss. It was a bit of a nod towards the, uh, the, the mank. Wasn't thing, it? Wasn't, it? Yeah, wasn't yeah. it? He did that. He yeah. did that. Thanks, Cy. Yeah, thank you very much, Cy. Hey. Appreciate it. Well, Cy actually pointed out to us yep. that the we, we, we did a yeah, format last last week. Do you want to do you want to apologise later? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, apologise later for that. Um, some people are avid listeners, aren't they? Somewhat. Some people are avid listeners. 
Some people are avid listeners, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's one of them. He's definitely one he of them. He picks us up when we don't read out the... Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. So yeah. I thought he was going somewhere else with that. Oh, what, it, yeah. what, where did you think I was going? I had, I had no idea. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, no, literally oh, had no okay. idea. I thought, was he going to, I, thought, I, I thought he was using that as a launching point to something that I wasn't aware of. Oh, no, no. Some people listen intently. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they really do care when they don't get given their intro. Actually, uh, Mrs. Pablo listened intently, and uh, about about five days afterwards, and I got, oh, you didn't actually buy those uh, those lemon muffins, did you? <laughs> took five days for that to come We around. knew that was going to happen, yeah, yeah, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy the lemon muffins, Pablo? I do. I like a good muffin. Yes, yeah. and they were good ones. Yeah, they were. They're nice, they're nice and they're spun, uh, soft in the middle. They were. They were. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they were 51p yeah. for two. Because they had the yellow sticker on them. They had the well, no, I took them off for you. Oh yeah, no, but you bought yeah, the yellow yeah. sticker. They should have been about two quid. Did you think with the? Oh, no, I, I'm grateful. Let me first off say I'm grateful. Thank you. But do you think if if you're not on the breadline, you should maybe leave the yellow stickers to other people who maybe may you know? No, I'll grab the fucking lot, mate, yeah. and, and I'll scoff it and freeze it and. Yeah, I, I should tell a listener that, that before the pod started, I said to Kai, "I'll come straight from work. I've not had any tea. I, oh. I, should, I would warn you. I'm starting yeah. to get hungry." And now we're talking about we, we're talking about nothing but food. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> That's with probably the muffin right. talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the um, the old uh, read out the intro is a good idea, isn't it? Yes, yes, indeedy. Simon Peck hasn't listened yet, or hasn't looked at his patron yet. Patreon account or whatever, so no. he doesn't know yet. He'll be all over that. Do you think that's danger money? Do you think, do you think that's what he's thinking? Do you think he's like, I better, better give him the Patreon so they don't say anything bad about my pub? No, well, we're not going to say anything bad about his pub, are we? No, well, we, won't, we won't mention. Although, although we say that, I went in the other day for a pint. Oh, yeah. Right, into the into the White Horse in Chedgrave. Yeah. And I asked for a pint of my usual, San Miguel, of course. Yeah. yeah. And it was served to me. And the label wasn't facing me. Ah. It was a noticeable faux pas on on that bar staff member's part. And I'm not going to name that bar staff member because I know she would suffer the wrath. No, I didn't oh, no, damn They, them. He does like things pointing the right way. Yeah. He does. Which is a bit odd. All in the right direction. Anyway, it was it was all askew, and I didn't bring him up on it, I thought. And I, I also didn't think, well, that's one for the pod. I mean, I'd like to think that after this, it's not going to happen, but the label might not be facing you on the glass. We can't be bullying people into giving us service just because we got a pod that a lot of people in a local area listen to. Oh, no, but that's a thing. That's his thing, isn't it? Label facing. Yeah, yeah, particularly with gin. It, it, the gin, he, he knows what, what he does with gin, right? He, he puts the gin in the ice and and the, and the fruit, I think he calls it, and then he puts, I think, I think a very precise measurement of tonic water, and then he puts it down and he makes sure the label is facing the uh, of the yeah. tonic water is facing towards the customer yeah. with the exact same amount well, in every time. Well, my San Miguel label was staring out the window, mate. I can't, <laughs> I can't help thinking... Did it, did it affect your drink? Standards. Um, no, I drank it. Yeah. I definitely drank it. Shall we um, tell people what we're going to do today? Because yeah. we're going to have a week round up. And a praise be. It's not a lot on that. Comedy rumours. 
forward slash shithousery. Parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Opinion whores. Hellfire and damnation. And contrition. Yeah. We've both got something to apologise for. Oh, you have as well. Is, that, is it a proper one this week? Well, we'll find out later, <laughs> won't we? We'll just see how it goes. Um, I'm not one for apologies. Yeah. You know, that's 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 one of them things. How was your week, Pablo? Yeah, it was pretty full on, actually. Hot. Um, and I saw a thing where you were you went for a long run. I did, yeah. I went for a mental long run. Um, I met another runner that I know, and he was doing a, a real, real sort of a. He, he was doing a proper run, what, right? Like beyond went, past the co-op. Yeah. So w- w- met him in Yarmouth. Ran from Botany Pier to. The car park in Loddon. What? Where, where, uh, near the opposite of the co-op. Pablo, that's like 15 miles or so, isn't it? It's 16 miles across wow. very rough terrain. You so, ran from Great Yarmouth Pier to Loddon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Britannia Pier. Well, actually, to be more precise, from the sea. So we had to trudge through all the beach. How long does that take? What was it? About three hours or something. I mean, I oh, mean, yeah. I see, it's only half an hour by car. It might have been a bit, like, like, yeah. a bit less. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a hot all day, a real hot all, all day, and um, yeah, met met Gary Schilling on the uh, on the on the boat. Oh, did you yeah. cross on the boat? Uh, not the boat. What was it? The ferry. The ferry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It is a boat. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hadn't told my fellow runner about the podcast because you know I keep it. Keep it down in certain quarters, and Gary gave the game away, so I had to explain. Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. he now a listener? He may well be. Yeah, who knows? So you ran, but then you ran to Loddon. Yes, I ran to Loddon, and then the the, the pal of mine that was running further um, carried on running uh, for another what twenty four hours or so until he got to Kings Lynn. He ran through the night, he went through to Norwich, and then on through the countryside and went to King's Lynn. He ran to King's Lynn? Yeah, he wanted to run 100 miles. So that's what he did. Did he sleep? Uh, No. No. He didn't stop? He didn't stop. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's crackers, isn't it? It's absolutely mental. He ran from Great Yarmouth Pier to King's Lynn. Whilst he was carrying on, I was in the pub with Mrs Pablo, watching him on on, the... on a location app, watching him sort of slowly trudge through Norfolk. That's insane running. I went to bed, went to sleep, got up, watched my future st- stepson jump out of an aeroplane for charity, which is another thing that happened at the weekend, and and went back, had a few beers in the garden, still watching him on the app, trudging along towards Kings Lynn. And he didn't stop? No, he didn't stop, no. Well, he might have stopped for a while. Yeah, but you didn't stop to kind yeah. of rest and, and no, no, have, no. have a few hours or whatever. Or one run, yeah, what? through the night. People do that? People do that, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to do it, but... Um, well, I, like I, is a strong yeah. word, surely. I'd like to be able to do it, put it that way. Um, but 16 miles is enough for me. But, you know, you're looking at me like 16 miles is an accomplishment. I didn't feel very accomplished when I knew that... the fella that was yeah. running but it was going off to uh, King's Lynn. Yeah, damn him. Yeah, yeah Making yeah. you f- do your self-esteem, <laughs> I, crushing I, I, you. I felt like I should be welcomed and given a bloody medal the size of a dustbin If lid I'd and... known, I'd have been there. Yeah. I'd have been there with a muffin and a little trinket for you. 
thanks. That would have been nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a, and a ribbon yeah. stretched between a couple of trees, and you can just break that ribbon, and I'd have gone, yay, Pablo. Yeah. This is probably why I didn't mention it till afterwards. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But, yeah, yeah, I had a good night in the in the pub there. So after people you. do that? Yeah, yeah. How is he? He's all right, yeah. Is he still alive? Still alive. Oh, yeah, but he's very suntanned. And where's he running to next? Uh, you met Forrest Gump, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Was his name Forrest? No. no. Oh, it should be. Shall no. we call him Forrest from let, now on? Let's call him Forrest. Yeah. yeah let's do that. Good one, yeah, Forrest. Yeah. Why Kings Lynn, though? Is that where he lives? Uh, no, because he wanted to run 100 miles. And he identified a route from Yarmouth to Kings Lynn. Oh, yeah, he probably which, which is which is mainly through like the Wherry Man's Way, and then there's another one when you get to past Norwich. Yeah, I forget the name of it, but yeah, you could probably have picked Whiz Beach, and that wouldn't have been quite so much fun. No, but he, he wanted to put his hand in the sea at Yarmouth, then hand in the sea again when he got to the other side of the coast, and he did that. <laughs> That's, yeah. Does he just sit at home thinking, what do I want to do next? Yeah, yeah, probably. He's a kind of land's end to John O'Groats' man, isn't he? Well, yeah, he was, he was on about doing something called The Spine, which is running down the middle of England. I don't okay. know where, I'm not sure where it starts and ends, presumably somewhere in the, like you, Yorkshire or somewhere. You fit people are mental. Oh, well, I, 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 say was that fit? I'll tell you what, the one I was, I mentioned a few... Definitely mental. I mentioned a few uh, weeks ago, somebody did... The Marathon de Sable, and that's the one that goes through the Sahara Desert. Mm. It's 250 miles. Yeah. I think there's a shorter version of that, so you can just do it, like, overnight. Yeah. That sort of thing is just endurance and mind over matter, isn't it? Yeah. Well, genuinely, that's the attraction. it's, It's how to sort of get to grips and sort of overcome what you previously thought was impossible and then make it possible. I ran up the stairs the other day and got a stitch. Yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> you can probably. Yeah, you that, ate, doesn't, that doesn't surprise you at all, does it? You ate a sandwich the other day and got a stitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that happens. Oh, I'll tell you what I did this week. Well, it, well, what it, was, it, it was Father's Day, wasn't it? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. On Sunday, and we went to Cosmo. Oh, well, the, uh, the, the uh, all you can eat. All you can eat buffet. Oh, how was that? Well, we, we used to go, not regularly, but we we went a few times before the old pandemic. Panny D. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, God, you want to make it to past 27, right? Honestly. Felt the urge to blood in your that, face in there. I knew that would make you angry. <laughs> yeah, D. we heard somebody the other day, somebody wrote a post and referred to it as the Panny D, didn't they? Oh, stop saying it. Oh, <laughs> yep. And I actually wanted to smash my computer screen. Um, <laughs> anyway. How was Cosmos? Cosmo. Well, we haven't been for ages. It hasn't changed. It's great. Yeah. I honestly think it's it's good. It's gone up in price. Yeah, well, everything else. But if you don't know what Cosmo is, and p- some people don't who might be listening, yeah. it is an all-you-can-eat buffet, but it is all-you-can-eat from all around the world. You've so, got Indian, mm. Chinese, you've got Japanese, you've got teppanyaki, you can have a roast dinner, you can have salad and, and meats and all sorts, and like sliced meats and all sorts. It's aside, amazing. Aside from the salad, which is largely only used by the fat people who go there, yeah. right? basically you have a look around and it looks like mum's gone to Iceland. There's, there's I'd say about 90% of the food in that place is beige. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and cooked in an oven by... Uh, 
by, by, by somebody who's less than 20 years old. I mean, I've been a few times in the past, and I, I know how to handle that place. You, you, go, for the, you go for your high-tariff meats, don't you? Uh-huh. You've, you got, do, you've got a system. Well, you do. You've got to have a system. And I'm in there. So I go for the duck wraps, yeah. shredded duck. Yeah. With the wraps and the hoisin sauce, it's good. You're doing it on purpose. <laughs> oh, no, we're doing it. Oh, mate, this isn't going to get any better. This isn't going to get any better for at least three minutes. All right, go on. Okay. So shredded duck wraps and, and chilli sauce. Oh, amazing, right? <laughs> so I had a few of those just as a little light starter. So I'm going there for my first visit, right? Yeah. <laughs> stop frowning. I can't stop now. Um, and I'm going there with, for my first visit. And, we, and we'll all go and we'll sit down. We'll just have a little plate of something to start us off. And you see blokes walking up for their first visit. Yeah. And this, this makes me laugh. You know, so I, I'll pace myself and I'll go for, as I say, the, the decent stuff. But So we'll have the teppanyaki steak, oh. Oh, and the prawns and the squid, yeah. all of that stuff. Great. That's what, That was sort of the start that we, we had uh, between us. And then you get a bloke who goes up and he will have roast beef, Yorkshire pudding, Roast potatoes. He'll chuck some chips on there, yeah. Yeah. And he'll have um, he'll have a slice of pizza on the side and a few bits of sushi on his plate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it's almost like they're going to shut it before he's thinking they're going to shut this before I sit down, you know. So yeah. you've got those guys, and then you've got the guys who just pile their plates up with chips. Yeah. And you think you're fucking amateur? Yeah, <laughs> Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like you don't know what you're doing. The rice and the chips, guys. And yeah. I'm there with my just with my little delicate things. The rice and chips guys—they've been uh, dragged along by someone else, haven't they? Yeah, it's almost like a competition, or it's almost like beat the clock, isn't it? Do you know what I find really annoying? Uh, uh, is when you go to a carvery and you see somebody with absolute zero carvery skills. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've and and the the the, the trap that everyone falls into is to put a massive Yorkshire pudding on your plate first. Don't ever do it. Oh. Don't, don't, you put everything on, stack it high, and then just balance it on top okay. after you're done. Can't, yeah, you just yeah, like, yeah. can't you just sort of hold it on with a finger at the side? Probably could, can you? Yeah, you probably could. Yeah, as long or, as you or maybe one on each finger, second, like a little second, yeah, yeah, Yorkshire yeah, yeah, pudding yeah, yeah. glove. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you could do that. And, and when, when, you, when you're at, you, you, you've got to be a bit of a brass neck, right? Don't stand there like a beta male and go, oh, can I just have the lamb, please? Like that. Just stick your chest out and yeah. say, can I, have a le- can I have a bit of each, please, mate? Well, okay, can I try that? Yeah. So you puff your chest out. Yeah. Can I have a bit of each, mate? Uh, 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 oh, okay, okay then, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That works. It does work, yeah. So yeah. Occasionally you get somebody who's like, <laughs> uh, um, well, you only really allowed two of each or something like that. But that's fine. You you got to go for the top. You do you know you go fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Yeah, there was though, a yeah. bloke at the Cosmo who did that on the teppanyaki, and he went, "I want two sirloin steaks because you can pick two meat or two yeah. fish uh, yeah. or a meat and fish. you know two two different options yeah. each visit. Can I have two sirloin steaks, and then he walked away a bit, and then he came back and goes, "Oh, can you just stick another one on there?" And the bloke did, and I'm thinking, "Hang on a minute, that's three. Yeah. That's not allowed. That's an alpha male right there, isn't it?" He absolutely got away with it, but then he came back and he was going, "Oh, can you take him off now? Because I don't want well, I don't want him overdone." You know, that's that's a wanker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there's this guy just sitting there and he's chopping away at this pan. Sorry, mate, it's food, isn't it? I can see you're dribbling. I'm sat sat in a pile of male saliva. Do you want a tissue? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Uh, yeah. What else have you been doing that's not food related? Well, um, well, I've been watching the um, Titanic submarine drama unfold over this week. My God, what a nightmare. So it's got everything in it that you wouldn't want to happen. It has. And yeah. it was only, first of all, it was like, oh, wow, that's really bad, really bad. And it's, it is really bad. But then you start to unpick just what they've actually got themselves into. And when you look at the submarine, they well, no, it's not even a submarine. It's a submersible, a submersible, which isn't actually a submarine. Um, when you look at it, it's made up of bits and pieces, isn't it? I heard that it was controlled by a PlayStation controller. Yeah, it's like an Xbox controller. I mean, that doesn't sound... And it's got bits from, like, Camping World stuck inside. They're bolted into it. Uh-huh. from the outside. So even if they did float to the top, they would yeah. have been still stuck there anyway yeah. without the oxygen. And yeah. and to get it down there, th- this is the weird thing, to get it down there, they need ballast to make it sink. Yeah. And it's like construction poles stuck to the side. And when they get down to a certain depth, in, in order to get them back up, they've all got to lean to one side of the ship to let them roll off. And lean to the other side to uh, let them roll off. I mean, that sounds and a then, bit too, Bob. It uh, is. Oh, it come on. About two hundred grand each or something. Two hundred and fifty thousand pounds to go down. Anyway, that aside, what a nightmare. And and yeah. when they've when they've said like it's got ninety hours of oxygen or something, and now that's run out. We're talking now, and it's actually run out. They say they found. I did read that they found a debris field. I don't know what that means, whether it's imploded and just... We'll we'll find out later on. But... It's very sad. Yeah. It's very sad. What I don't like is that people are on the internet going, yeah, serves them right. And I think that's... Yeah, because they've got all that money and they shouldn't have done it and they're stupid and and what have you. It is a proper... It is a proper plate... um, What do you call it? Um, Blue Peter submersible. Mm. And he's had it all sort of verified by NASA, but nobody would register it as being a, a seaworthy vessel. And everybody who's been down in it said at some point something went wrong. Right. Pretty much. And and some people have been down two or three times and it's been cancelled because something's gone wrong. Every time they've gone down, pretty much they've lost contact with the surface. But the family, I think the wife of the guy who set it all up, is an ancestor of somebody who died on the Titanic. Okay, is is he on, down there now? Is he? He's down there now. So he was married to her. She's not. Um, the the people who owned the Macy's department store mm. in New York who died on the Titanic, uh, she's an an ancestor there. So I guess there's that motivation to get do, down there to get the business going. Yeah. But yeah, if you had the money, I had the money. I won't go anywhere near it. Can you imagine sitting yeah. for four days, cross legged, yeah. waiting to die? Yeah, well, Man, that's dark. I can't sit for that long waiting to piss <laughs> yeah. in front of other people. I, yeah. t- I, tell, I tell you what, I did once work with a, a ex submariner. He used to be. He, he used to work for the military, and he, his first job after working for the military was sharing an office with me. Just going back about sort of sixteen, seventeen years ago. But he's culturally, he was still on the submarine. So I, to, I had to have a stern word with him because he thought it was all right just to let off in the office. <laughs> I th- thought it was funny. But, um, yeah, but I suppose on a submarine you can't go outside, can you? So, like, culturally they they, they just let off. No, and they you even, must think. They even had a toilet down there on it. Yeah, it's a little, it and it was literally a little port 
potty that you get in a caravan or something you know not even in a caravan in a in a camp like in a tent and you could do that do your business there but yeah nearly a quarter of a million pound each quarter of a million pound each you'd expect a bit more but yeah but anyway well let's see let's see um yeah that section there might well have gone down like that (laughs) (laughs) let's move on to praise b yeah let's Um, do this you've put seagull news yeah this is uh what's that about well this is to say thank you to mrs pablo who said uh, who who saw a story about seagulls and then uh, forwarded it over and said you two like seagull stuff so i thought i'd send you this so yeah Let's have a look at what she sent, shall oh, we? Oh, yes. Right. It was that guy, wasn't it? This wasn't Great Yarmouth, was it? This was up in Newcastle. It wasn't Great Yarmouth, but... Right, hang on. But I imagine it happens in Great Yarmouth. Uh, yeah, I imagine it does, yeah. I, so let, let me read the headline. Yeah, go on. Man jailed for performing sex act while kneeling over captured seagull. Shall I go yeah. on? No, but what he said was he was he was kneeling over it and on his phone, wasn't he? Yeah. And and he said that he was trying to contact the RSPCA because he thought he was injured. Or the RSPCB. B. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And but later the police discovered he was watching porn whilst doing it, but also performing a sex act. Yeah. He, he caught a seagull. He, he, he caught a seagull. Started watching porn. Then started knocking one out. Yeah. Now, we got in touch with uh, Toby Foster, our our avian expert, didn't we? We did indeed, yeah. And he basically brought our attention to the fact that he is, that the guy involved in this is mentally disturbed. Yeah. Well, (laughs) no shit Sherlock. (laughs) I mean... He has, he drinks a lot, has lots of blackouts, and is putting it down to this being... One of those occasions. Yeah, he also alluded to the fact that he might have shared a green room with somebody of similar caliber. Yeah, we we probably all have at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met a few. Yeah, I, I was in a uh, Weatherspoons last night with uh, Mrs. Pablo. Oh, do you go to Weatherspoons? Do you? Uh, not, but we've had this discussion. I still, I still haven't been yeah, in one. You, you, well, you ha- I, thought, I, thought, I, I thought you had, but you boycotted it since uh, since COVID. And I know. I've not, sorry, I've not been in since I boycotted it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've gotten over myself and, and gone in there. Well, me and Mrs. Pablo went down there last night for a bit of tea, but we were sitting outside, and this huge seagull was watching us. And I sort of beckoned it down, and I was going to give it something to eat. I saw, yeah. The lady came, and it was making me laugh. I saw a video, and I thought that's going to upset someone. It's just a stupid face on the seagull. Did you attract it down? And then, do you say the lady came and said, "Don't do that"? No, no. She came to sort. She came to deliver some drinks. Because you do that on the app, don't you? Right. But I felt I felt like a naughty schoolboy. For all the ladies come above. Oh, better stop did, cops, okay. Because I was going to say, people people sitting in that garden didn't want you bringing the seagulls into play. Yeah, no, I, uh, yeah. You were I asking for trouble. There. There, was, there was only one, but then I realised I got myself into a, a little bit of a. I, I didn't capture it. Another big. Yeah, white that's what fight. I was thinking you were planning <laughs> to do. It was like yeah. I've read this this in the paper. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny if I recreate the uh, obscene act. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you say that, Pablo. Oh, definitely, I'm not going to do that in front of Mrs. Pablo. I mean, or at all. (laughs) (laughs) 
I've put acts that help promote gigs I'd like to praise. Ah, yeah, I think that's a good one. That's yes. A, that's a really good show. Um, I, I'm going to put that on there. I know it's not as exciting as, as wanking off over seagulls, <laughs> but it certainly does um, help. Let's um, just say we know our listeners go. <laughs> yeah, let me just bring the mood down. <laughs> um, we had to go somewhere after the, the submarine shit show. I'm trying to remember why I put this on, but... Oh, no, yeah, acts that promote, uh, help promote gigs. Um, yeah, I think it's really important. I think acts that respect the promoters and want to make the gig as good as it can be, do put us something out there. And oh, I know why I put it down now, because I've got um, Chris Norton Walker yeah. uh, coming up in July in Wisbeach. And he was on the ra- on Radio Norfolk um, last week and got in touch to say, oh, should I, shall I mention the gig? And, what well, you know, is there anything else you want me to plug? And I thought that was really neat of him, yeah. uh, because those little moments on radio... You know, of course, they're quite precious for the acts who want to promote themselves. But he was well keen on, uh, yeah, telling yeah. telling the listeners what was going on, but also what he's doing, and that's nice. And it it can be really potent. Yeah, it can be, even if it's just a share on social media. I mean, if, if you book the same act over and over again, which I often do, that could be potent if they reshare it because a lot of people. Ha, have invested into their act, so yeah. if they know that they're coming, uh, and they go, "Oh, I like that guy," because they'll start to recognise him. Just because you're not famous doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Yeah, because, because you know if you've been rebooked for a place. You know, but, but similarly, um, I've got Jerry K. Um, he's coming, and he said, "Oh, so, yeah, send me the graphics, and I'll, I'll share those about yeah, yeah. that sort of thing." It does help because they've got a following, and it and it also helps you know helps your brand and all sorts. So so yes. Thank you to Acts That Promote Gigs uh, and thanks to Chris Norton Walker this week for putting it out on the radio and so on. Let's move on to comedy rumours. Forward slash. Shithousery. Yay. We haven't got a lot on this week, have we? There's not been a lot of shithousery this week. People have been behaving themselves? Yeah. Or have we just not been... Looking yeah, hard we, enough. We have been busy, haven't if we? If you look hard, you can find a lot of shit yeah, you, but you, you can. Um, it's not really shit all the time, is it? No, it's no. not. Um, it's kind of just um, things that happen in comedy that maybe we question sometimes. Yeah, and I've put cancellation fees. Oh, right. Um, cancellation fees. Yes, if you if you do have to let an act down and cancel their gig. At reasonable short notice. Yeah. And sometimes cancellation fees are payable. Yeah. I don't often have contracts with acts. Oh. It's very unusual for me to have one. Yeah. Um, and so, therefore, it's all just, yeah, done on a promise. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. with text and stuff like that, which is uh, quite a nice way to work. It's quite old school, isn't it? it <laughs> yeah, it, is. it doesn't it, always it, work. As long as you're all of the same understanding when things go shit up and then invariably they might so cancellation fees if you've got a contract that would be in there wouldn't it yeah um if you don't have a contract it's not in there but if you do cancel an act at reasonable short notice then i feel obliged that maybe there is a payment due Mm. yeah that's that's the nature of it however if an act immediately picks up another gig that's actually better paid i feel a little shortchanged if they demand a cancellation fee (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> would you yeah. would you say that? 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. not contracted, but I also know that I want to keep a good relationship with that act. And therefore yeah. I feel that, yeah, okay, maybe something could be due to them. And then they pick up an, a, a gig, which is better paid and then still demand that they get your cancellation fee off you. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, but you've got a gig now. Come on, play, you know, be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, some might say that, okay, if they've had your gig on the cards, they could have picked up even more money. You never know if, you know, given more time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not feeling hard done by. I just think that's something which it's I've, a tricky I've, one, isn't it? I've put in there because you don't want to spoil the relationship with the act. You also would prefer not to pay them. But um, you sometimes feel obliged because you want to maintain that relationship. You don't get cancellation fees the other way around. No. When, when, you, when you've paid uh, paid out on publicity and people have spent tickets and then yeah. you're, you're going to lose tickets and all the rest I've of done it. that before. I've spent a lot of time promoting yeah, a gig, yeah, spending yeah. advertising money, and then the but, act pulls out and you're like, yeah, where's my where's but, my cut? We have spoken about it a lot. I, th- I think where you can, you should pay it, I think. I mean, when I first started off, I, I pulled one, and uh, I, I was uh, I was schooled by a professional act who said, you need to pay me some money, mate, it's out of order. And, and at the time, I was properly... I, I, I was busy busy myself buying stuff with yellow labels on from co-op, put it yeah. that way. I was on the bones of my arse. It was like when I first started out. Yeah, and he, and he, he wanted money, and uh, I found it, and I gave him some money. But to be fair to him, it sort of did make me sort of realign my thinking. I mean, if you got somebody for Friday, Saturday night, they, they, you know, and and you you're, you're cancelling over there a couple of weeks to go because you're not sold enough tickets. Yeah, that you know you, it's not just your risk; it's theirs as well, isn't no, it? No, I get that. Yeah, I get that, and I'm, I'm, and and yeah, you sort of got to do a standard, I suppose. Yeah, it's, and it's, I, a, it's a tricky one, isn't it? I just think if they've picked up a better paid gig, then maybe it could yeah. be all. But it's all a true forgotten. argument. They might miss out on a corporate because of it. Yeah, and and we said I think we were talking on the last one. There's you know there's there's a. There are people out there who will refuse corporates because they booked to do your sort of village gig. Maybe, yeah. You know, so it's sort of, yeah, it's a tricky one. I'm not feeling hard done, but I'm just like, that's a pain in the ass, isn't it? It is. It's a pain in the ass when it has to be cancelled at all. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I was going to put um, just summer into uh, comedy shit housery because <laughs> like, like literally it's hard pushing tickets when people have got all the stuff on you know and when the and weather's all, like this yeah exactly they're not looking at the phones they're out gobshiting in beer gardens or whatever you know it's not it's it's it's, it's hard to sell tickets in it's there, a risky one this. i've got um this summer uh, august i hadn't got anything booked in because uh, I thought, well, let's not do August. Let's have a little rest. But then I thought, well, instead of that, let's do a Dirty Dozen competition, which has a little bit less risk involved and still keeps a night on, and yeah. we'll see see how that goes. So I've gone with that. But I still don't know. You know, you might be sitting there having a Dirty Dozen competition with 10 people voting. You never know. You never know. Yeah, the risk is is a lot less. But on bigger numbers... Yeah, yeah. yeah, if you've got theatres you're trying to fill up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I imagine that would be terrible. It would be awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if you've got a really decent name. Yeah, yeah. What's the matter, Pablo? <laughs> <laughs> there it is one of those. <laughs> yeah. It's a difficult one because you've got... I've got Beckles and Chedgrave and loads of people come in on the boats. Yeah. You know, you've, if you had Yarmouth... 
you, you never know. It's, you know, summer. You might get loads of last-minute summer sales. But if you've only, if you've only got say, you know, a quarter of your house full, you're not going to fill it up on last-minute yeah. door sales and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Summer so, tickets. Some, some, summer's a hard sell. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe up in Blackpool, places like that, mm. and they've got they've got some decent gigs up there. Yeah, people will be selling out, but a lot of the acts aren't around anyway. The quality of acts drops a bit because a lot of the decent acts are all up in Edinburgh. Mm. Lots of, not all of them, but lots of them. And a lot of people say with summer, they say, "Oh, everyone's away." You know, when the tickets aren't selling, "Oh, everyone's away," and that I don't go with that at all. It's like that with half term. Oh, it's half term. Everyone's away. They're not. There are far more people not away than are away. It's just that maybe some of your regulars are away. Um, well, you just oh, got to go oh, out and find them. Yeah, but when you don't, you have to pull a gig, don't you? <laughs> well, that can happen. Yeah, or, or lose a load of money. Yeah, you just got to find them. It can happen. Yeah, let's not pretend it doesn't. It does happen. Let's move on to parking like a twat in Loddon and Chedgrave. Brackets. Local boot. Oh, that was nice. You've and been practicing. I nearly said it properly then, didn't you? Um, you've put bus wankers. Oh, what, yeah. Why have you put that? Oh, for the absolute chaos that unfolded just round the corner from here when two buses tried to pass each other on, what's the name of the road? Bungay Road? Oh, High Bungay Road. Hi, 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 Bungay. Yeah. It's Bungay. But B B U N, not Bungay. Yeah, but. You, you like, you're going with Bungay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two buses tried to pass each other on a narrow bit. And got stuck, got yeah. wedged in, and 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 uh, well, it was complete meltdown on social media in well, London. Was it? And I, I can see why you've put bus wankers. Is that because of the people on the bus? No, well, I put bus wankers because it's a well-known phrase relating to buses. Okay, I've just been. Oh yeah, that's from a program I didn't used to watch. What was it? Uh, in between us. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't used to watch that. But the thing is, everyone's going. Oh, you know, the, it's um, it's terrible. It's so narrow, and 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 is, this is always happening. It's the second time in the last couple of months this has happened. Um, but the road hasn't got any narrower. The buses haven't got any wider. The drivers are just being a bit shitter. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Are there bushes that have come out? Protruding because it's like the growing season, isn't it? So maybe the buses are sort of going, Oh, I haven't picked close to that tree. Oh, that's so, so it could be growing season. And uh, I've noticed as well, right, that um, particularly locally, and I think this probably happens up and down the country, um, the councils don't, they, they've stopped using wildlife as a, a protection of wildlife as an excuse. They don't cut anything for the first bit of the growing season, so everything gets out gets out of hand. So you can't run down certain paths without getting stung to buggery by nettles. And oh, this, this, yeah, this I've noticed. That doesn't affect me, does it? No, but... I don't it, it doesn't, go running down paths, do I? Guy, just because things don't affect you doesn't mean that they don't matter. Come on. Okay. It's, it's, we're not all living on planet Kai. All right. All right. <laughs> I, if I do go out running down paths... It's because... You've probably been chased by somebody who's uh, trapped you on a chat room. Yeah, maybe. Coaxed you to come and meet them <laughs> under a false premise. Stop. No. <laughs> what? Is, is, is this your message? <laughs> on, on Sting. How, how old did you think they were? <laughs> yeah. 
that we've heard it all before. First time. You've put Taco Belland. Well, yeah. Does, does, <laughs> Why? The, well, yeah. In the, uh, have, you, have, you, have you opened the link that's on there? <laughs> no, I haven't. So I put a link. So Taco Belland. This is a news story, and this this is up there with the uh, um, the seagull getting bloody. Uh, wanked upon. Man <laughs> arrested sunbathing naked in Lowestoft. Yep. Oh, outside o- the Taco Bell. Outside the Taco Bell. Hence, Taco Bell end. Oh. I, sh- I should be a newspaper you journalist. You spend a lot of time in be- in Lowestoft, don't you? Yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. And uh, this is right opposite the Weatherspoons where I was a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, some bloke <laughs> randomly took all his kit off and thought he'd uh, sunbathe outside Taco Bell. Tackle Bell. Tackle Bell, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just made that up. And there was it was uh, posted on the old uh, on one of the lower stuffed uh, local groups and of course everybody's tagging each other going, eh, where were you this Saturday, Steve? <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Outside yeah. Tackle Bell. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you think it's the hot weather? People got jizzing on seagulls and getting naked outside Taco Bell and Weatherspoons? No, I think it's mostly crack and special brew. Do you think so? I mean, I tell you what, I bet there was a few seagulls close, because where that is, it's Seagull Central. What? He might have... Imagine if the seagull had gone down to get a bit of his panini. <laughs> yes. But you are imagining it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can see. That could have ended yeah, really yeah. badly. Yeah. Um, well, he did. He got arrested and humiliated in a local news for being uh, sunbathing. Imagine what would happen if he'd led down, covered himself in chips. Could have been like a suicide attempt, couldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get pecked by... Oh, imagine that. You are, you are imagining it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You'd love that. <laughs> You've put village people... Yes, yeah. I'm gonna, I, I could have put this in phrase B, actually. There's a new pizza... What's the word? Pizza area? Pizza area? Pizza area. Is that what it's a pizza area? Pizzeria. Pizzeria. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, there's a new pizzeria open where Rosie Lee's used to be. Yes. Yes. Tiny little... It's a tiny little location, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think... I, I don't know when it's open. I don't think... I'm not sure if it's open during the week or Did not. you go down and pick up a pizza? Mrs. Pablo did. Okay. Whilst I was uh, um, watching the guy... Uh, run across Norfolk whilst I was on my phone. Nice. Drinking beer and a Well, I think Village Pizza, which is open on Bridge Street in London, is expanding because they used to live in the house just down the road. Oh, you yeah. know, you, I mean... Well, this, they, they used to operate from a residential property, now they've got a commercial. Well, they used to have, like, a trailer. Right. Oh, they still have it. And so that that's the start of their business. Oh, were they operating outside the Swan... I think, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I did wonder if it was there. I've seen them pop up all over the place, yeah, but they yeah. they had it parked down the road. And during the pandemic, during the Panny D, oh, they um, they used to trade from their house. I think they weren't allowed to do that after a while, and then they moved anyway. Uh, but they've still got this trailer, little portable thing. It's really nice, looks nice. And now they've opened up a little shop. Yeah, brilliant. And I think that's an affordable little venue. Yeah. Isn't it? And it's right by the boats at the start of summer. They're going to do some good business there. Well, it was nice. What was the pizza like? Yeah, it was really nice, yeah. I had a spicy one with a pepperoni. Uh, they didn't have the spicy meat one. Are you hungry? But, uh, 
Yeah, I am. We're doing it again. It's my fault. I put this down. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really nice. And uh, uh, God, it was nice. <laughs> How nice was it? Did it have cheese on the top? Yeah, to be fair, sometimes when you get a pizza... Did it have a nice cheese pull? Sometimes when you get a pizza, they don't put enough toppings on it, do they? You know, some oh, of the main ones. Did, they, did they, the one you have? They've got some 12-year-old kid sort of just, you know, giving you, like, a really sparse sort of sprinkling of all the ingredient, oh. ingredients. Yeah, this was nice. Did it have nice crispy, like, salami? And kind like, of... Not crispy salami. No? Yeah, salami's not crispy. Well, it can be if you cook it a little bit hot. Yeah, it was nice. It was a... Cheese and oil, <laughs> lovely, lovely tomato base. Yeah, yeah. Crispy, crispy crust. We've got garlic bread. Oh. Yeah. Pablo, that sounds delicious. Yeah, well, it hit the spot, yeah. I bet it did. (laughs) (laughs) How are you feeling? You've come straight from work. If anyone's wondering why the food talk is turning Pablo into a mush, it's because you've come straight from work and you haven't eaten. I know, that's right. And I offered to feed you. Uh, Well, to be more accurate, you offered offered me a packet of crisps. Probably one of those from a pack of 24. That's got about four crisps in it. Yellow sticker. Yeah, oh, yellow sticker crisp. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I like to share when I've got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I might take you up on that. Let's move on to... Opinion horse. Oh, um, you've put... Discussing politics in boozers. Yeah, yeah. Is it... Well, What's wrong? Why? Uh, this came around, right? Yeah. Um, on Saturday night, me and Mrs. Pablo are in a boozer. Which boozer? Uh, the Swan. Okay, you'll get some politics in the Swan. Yeah, well, I see. So there's a guy talking politics to me, and uh, uh, I'm not sure it, where he was going. His palette of opinions made me think that the next thing that to come out of his mouth it was going to be something to do with 5G antennas or reptiles. We were heading in that direction, <laughs> yeah, okay. right? But nevertheless, he seemed a nice enough chap. But his missus, <laughs> who also seemed nice enough, knew what was coming and went, ah, I'm not listening to this shit. I went over to the other <laughs> side of the table. And I took offence to it at the time, but then I later thought about it. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done She's obviously sort of like... Knew what was coming and thought, well, this bloke, I'm with this guy, he needs to stop She was going. fed up listening to yeah. it. <laughs> your <laughs> shit or his shit? Well, I think his, <laughs> right? I, I, I was intrigued. I was intrigued. And I was talking to Mrs. Pablo about it afterwards. She said, everybody knows not to talk politics in pubs. And that got me thinking, I think the pub is the best place to talk politics I quite like a you know a, a chat about politics as long as you as long as you don't get upset by it. Do you know it. what's good about a chat after a few pints is that most of the time it's all forgotten about anyway. Yeah, and, well, it's, I see, and yeah. not many people go home thinking, "Oh, that guy said this and this," and yeah, I don't agree with him. It all gets a bit fuzzy, doesn't it? The but at the time, thing, it's nice to sort of try and articulate articulate yourself and get a bit a bit off off your chest. You know, it's we'll a, talk about it on a podcast later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but I, I actually think it's nice to talk a bit of politics. With some, there are certain circumstances. If you're meeting somebody new, which, yeah, I, I was meeting somebody new at the time, so maybe that's a bit of a red flag to sort of go there. But I wasn't. You know, what was the What was the argument? Oh God, you know I can't remember. Was something? Was it to do with climate change? Oh yeah, climate change. Um, I, I, 
don't think the guy thought it very much of it or, or whatever. Um, I was just interested to see what he had, had to say. Oh, do you start conversations like that? It's like, well, I'm going to say this and see what no. this guy's going to oh, no, no, feed me. No, I think he... he like he, you do with the podcast. You say, it, oh, I'm going to I'm going to lay this one out there and see how Kai responds. No, no, I didn't, no. I, I think he, he was uh, sort of hanging stuff and... He, yeah, he, I think he just started asserting opinions, and I and, and I, I became amused by it and decided to ask him more. So I was I was sort of egging him on a little bit to see what shit he'd come out with. Yeah, um, and I, I'm always interested to hear people's uh, uh, opposing point of views. You know, you know, it or any kind of point of view because I, mean, I like to work out what makes people tick. Yeah, you know? I, I sometimes meet people in the King's Head. Well, there's there's one person actually who I meet often, and he talks utter shit sometimes. <laughs> well, it's what you're going to get down the pub, isn't it? Yeah, it's but, but <laughs> and also about his hunting. You know, he, he likes shooting birds, so he talks about he talks a lot about his shooting seagulls. No, well, not seagulls. No, but he will go out and he'll just talk about how he shoots pigeons and uh, pigeons. and rooks and all sorts. Yeah, just for fun. Doesn't mm. take them home. Doesn't do. He just shoots them. Wow. And he talk and he boasts about it, and I'm like, I'm, I don't agree with that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not into that. And that you're sitting there, and he's talking to you about it, talking to you about his guns, and talking to you about all this stuff, and you're thinking, shut up, mate, I, you know. And then as soon as you start disagreeing with him, he starts getting a bit uppity and a bit kind of, yeah, defensive about his pastime. Yeah, I'd back off a little bit if he's got guns. I took a dog for a walk the other day, and I walked past his house, and I saw. Glanced in, there was a whole rack of guns. Oh yeah, you'll uh, uh, see that round here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crikey! I mean, yeah, maybe I won't stop talk politics in pubs round here. I, I used to, I used to te- talking of guns. I used to teach in a school, right? And it was uh, an independent school, and they did a lot of shooting, and they had, that was competition shooting. There was a sporty place. One day, my tutor group. There was only about sort of ten boys in the tutor group. He comes back, and it was the first day back off the holiday. Comes in with a case, and in it is a shotgun, and he's showing it. To, and he's got all the boys have got it out, and they're all showing it. And I'm, wow. and, I'm and I, I got a little bit kind of, uh, I questioned it, and I told him to put it away. And he was getting arsy with me for telling him to put it away. Then I had to then escalate that to the head of year and say, this guy's bought his gun in the classroom and is waving it about and showing his friends, and uh, and they had to tell him not to do that. But I was the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck that's because it's the countryside right well that wasn't the countryside no it was just kind of he'd come back from our, um, from Dubai or whatever and had this really shiny expensive gun they were showing right. off well, didn't and, he get but, and I felt uncomfortable them, having that in the classroom because yeah, well, I'm not yeah. used to it yeah because it's not America right yeah but what um what happened to the guy then? What, well, no, they just told him that he, he needs to take it. And did they get investigated get as to whether or not the gun was legal or not? No, no, because it was his gun. So he just yeah, got, you, got told to lock it up. You need a licence for a gun, though. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you had all that. You, you sure? Oh, fucking hell. Sorry so, yeah, they, so they just told him to lock it up and, and he had to kind of sign it in every time. He, uh, yeah, sign it in and out every time he came back to school. Although, when I was working at Langley... You'd be in the, you'd have all the kids out playing around in the fields and everything, and you'd hear gunfire in the next field. It's a bit close to a school, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that yeah. happens a lot. 
Yeah, you'd have all these, because there was a little area of land where people used to go shooting. Wow. And so you'd be sort of in your classroom or whatever, you'd hear all these gunfire in the background. Mm. So I was born and brought up in Manchester and then spent the next 10 years in London. If I heard gunfire, that, you know, yeah. it was time to worry. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it's it, not here. Yeah. Here it's, you know, you'll see these blokes plodding out in their uh, expensive Wellingtons in Tweed. Yeah, not quite you, the same, you, is it? Yeah, you see them down the pub, don't you, afterwards? and uh, Somehow they're not a threat to children when they're wandering around with guns, mm, whereas... Yeah, drinking out of hip flasks and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You've also put... Yeah. And what, can I say this word? Pussy teacher in Rye. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, what's that? Well, it's a school in Rye, and... Uh, uh, there was a kid there identifying as a cat. Oh, I've seen a bit of this. You've seen it. And then there's a recording between a pupil and a teacher where the pupil is basically saying, you can't identify as a cat. If you do that, there's something wrong with you. And then, yes. the te- then the teacher takes the uh, point of view as, you need to be inclusive and respect what people need to identify as. Yeah. And the kid's like going... Well, it's a car. <laughs> yeah. He, 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 he thinks he's a car. That's that's not right. Yes. And apparently, you know, there's a kid in the school that just goes meow or something. Yeah. And and the the, the uh, it's getting the, bonkers, mate. The, the dialogue was going on, and basically, the, the the kid was like properly schooling the teacher, sort of saying, "Well, there is only two sexes. Um, if you've got a penis, you're a man. If you've got a vagina, you're a woman." And the teachers like. He called them a despicable for yeah. having that opinion. And the kid said, well, that's my opinion. And yeah, yeah. We're, we're meant to respect each other's opinions. And yeah, the yeah. teacher just kept doubling down on it, yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. I, I must admit, none of this. I only hear about things like this in the news or on podcasts or, or through social media. It hasn't really affected me directly yet, you know. No, I, I got out of teaching about uh, in classrooms... About six years ago, and I didn't have any furries or whatever. I, I, furries? Yeah, they think they're animals. Oh, I see. Right. Um, um, so that's you got a phrase? Apparently so. And they, yeah, identify as different animals. And I read earlier there was one teacher, head teacher said, they've got a child that identifies as a hologram, and they've got to respect that. And, and But she said... If any kids don't want to identify something like that, then go to another school. And then suddenly they're the, the bad guy again. I mean, I'm pretty sure that when I was young, like, we would have pretended to be, like, a tiger or, or yeah. uh, you know, you, you pretend play, don't you? I mean, as kids. at the time, I think I, I used to like playing Jaws. I was the shark. Was he? Yeah, swimming around. We used to reenact scenes from Jaws oh, in the that playground. Go, that's that's. That, did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, and there'll be somebody stood up watching me swimming around the playground. Oh, <laughs> oh, look, look, how old was you? About fifteen. <laughs> no, this was when I was in school. So just about six years ago, I was teaching <laughs> the kids. No, this was uh, yeah, back in the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Little, little, when it was little, all right little, to do that, little carry going around. I mean, I spent I spent one summer as Rambo. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Was you doing kiss chase and get, getting yourself on a register? No, no, I was hiding in bushes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? Don't about, doubt you. That was about six years ago. 
yeah. <laughs> around the playgrounds. It's, it's, it's crackers, though, isn't it? I mean, have you been, when you were at school as a teacher, was any of this uh, sort of weird kind of um, identity politics coming to play then? Um, there were was, there was several students I've encountered over the years who have identified as a different gender and and wanted to be known as a different name and dressed yeah. differently let's say uh, of what age roughly 15 16 yeah yeah maybe and and maybe before that um but yeah so it's it's tricky because you've got to call them something different you've got, and and you can see there's a lot of there's a little bit of confusion amongst the other students to start with yeah. But then what you do see is that acceptance of it later. As the generation of students move on yeah. and the friends understand that, then it, it works. It's not an easy thing for them. You imagine being a boy in a school and suddenly coming out as being wanting to be uh, yeah, known as a, as a girl mm. and dressing that way. Or, or the opposite way around, actually, it was. It was a girl who was uh, dressing as a boy and wanted to be called... A different name and had I, I don't know where, where it led to because I, I left before I think right? it's a proper weird one, isn't it? I mean, I I, I, I'm of a mind live and let live, uh, but on the other hand, well, I, I am not on the other hand, I, I am of a mind live and let live. I don't I, mind, I, I am slightly concerned though that there's a bit of an epidemic with people sort of jumping it, onto it because it was um, very different I, I think it's it's very different when you've got a boy who who is openly gay and everyone accepts that and they take that but when the boy then wants to transition to be a woman or a girl that's a very different different angle and i yeah. think that's a lot harder for the community to accept yeah and well i think there's just a certain amount of um disbelief as to whether whether or not somebody that young knows what they want and and as it transpires um there's quite a lot of people who were, were encouraged to transition have later come out and said i was a kid what on earth were you thinking letting me do that so, 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 so that, that yeah. has happened i don't know i don't know but although i've, I've taught some um some boys who have been openly gay and have turned out to be f- absolutely amazing sort of drag acts and and that's different isn't it? on it's, the scene and just not doing it for different reasons fabulous kind of yeah they're doing it for fun. an amazing life doing it for fun which is completely legitimate isn't it as i say live and let live but uh but, but, but yeah. identifying but, as animals vegetables and minerals is just beyond well, me that, that, that i is, don't that i don't crackers, get that yeah. and i don't think it should be encouraged and i don't know why um well, it, teachers have got their hands tied well here's a weird one then Kai. if um if you identify or if you um appropriate somebody else's culture like you start wearing a Mexican hat, or or you black up, or whatever, that's frowned upon, and probably with good reason. I think wearing a Mexican but, 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 hat and blacking up are very different things. Well, they are. But I'm used to two yeah. two two examples, but, but you know, but, 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 but women wearing kimonos and things like that, pretending to be a different culture. Yeah. It, it, it's it, in certain quarters. It's 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 frowned upon, right? It's like you're disrespecting a a a, a whole culture. Yeah, there are there, there are a lot of men dressing up as women who aren't gay. <laughs> uh, well, not aren't gay. There are a lot of men dressing up as w- women 
um, who are they necessarily women? I mean, you know, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, you, you can't have it, you can't be both ways, can you? But there's those but, that do it as a laugh, and those that do it because that's how they identify. And I think that's a very different well, uh, thing. I reckon there's a good proportion that do it because they get, uh, you know, get a, thr- tw- uh, a thrill from it. Come on, you've put your Mrs. Knickers on before now, haven't you? And uh, danced around the room. You know, uh, when, I, when, I, when I get home, I can't wait to rip them off. Because <laughs> they're really digging in. <laughs> yeah, especially in this sweaty weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there, there are different levels to it, and I think, and different approaches. And, yeah, I think cultural appropriation is a different thing, isn't it? I think I've I've worn Japanese traditional wear. Mm. without ever feeling like it's it's a bad thing but there were people who would say you can't do that and i think that's nonsense and you know there are there are british girls who wear a kimono because it looks beautiful not because they think they're japanese it's because it's a stunning outfit well the lines are blurred Isn't that's it? all that's all i'm saying yeah yeah that's what all these uh um complicated I mean, arguments they get broken down into something simple i'd, I'd like to be able to wear an afro wig but apparently not not allowed. May I? You can if you want. Oh, I've put arena gigs oh, yeah. on on opinion whores because Mickey Flanagan, good comic, yeah, very funny, without a doubt, off on a different scale to the sort of stuff we deal with. He has just set a record for the number of tickets sold at the O2 Arena. 17,257 tickets sold. Fair play. It was... For a gig. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah, you say fair play. Have you ever been to an arena gig? Not for comedy. No, for comedy, yeah. No, I've not been. Not See, been now, to what do you think about that? I can't, you know, I know I, we, I know I we sit go. here with our, our, would, our yeah, low number gigs, but do you think it's the same? Well, I don't know, I've not been to one. Um, I, I would go, and then then I would formulate. Sorry, shall I, no. make, shall, shall I say that I've been to one? No, no, you don't have to. I'm just saying. Do you think I just can't see sitting a mile away from the stage and watching it on a telly? Yeah, I don't. Is the same? Not the same as a concert. Let's say a music concert where you're in the atmosphere of everyone there dancing and the loud there music. Is an, there is an atmosphere. Though, there must I mean. be. Yeah, there'll be an atmosphere. You're all sharing the same jokes. You're all laughing at the same things. And you're actually seeing the guy and he's like, all oh, oh lady, and they're acknowledging As a speck in the distance. Yeah. That's no, the I, ticket I would be able I, to afford. Yeah. And they're all it. paying like uh, 100 quid to uh, 80 to 100 quid a ticket. If it didn't work, people wouldn't buy the tickets. He did six nights and filled it up. He's doing all right, isn't he? <laughs> That's all right, isn't it? Yeah. He's, uh... And then you've got Peter Kay, who's also doing yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. a grander scale, if anything. Oh, good luck to them, I say. Yeah, no, I say uh, uh, it's luck. not about the money. It's not about how much they're making. I think absolutely fair play, but the, the experience, experience yeah. of going there. It's it's not going to be like when you see um, a big comedian in a small venue. So, I mean, that's the best. That is the panacea in it. it. To see a big band in a small venue or see a big comedian in a small venue, it's like you've hit jackpot, haven't you? Like I told you on the pod when I saw uh, Tom Jones up close at Latitude once yeah, one year. Yeah, that sort of You're thing. Like, yeah, and that was brilliant. But uh, And, you know, and you've managed to book some decent bloody comics in in, uh, in the back rooms of pubs, and I've, and I've booked uh, acts that, you know, yeah. have sold out arenas. And I've and I managed to get into sort of, my, you know, my local gigs with just a couple of hundred people in. And when you see that, 
when you see you, you've seen bloody Chris Rock, haven't you, at a comedy store? Yeah, you know, four hundred people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, mean, no, actually, at that time there was less than a hundred people in because they didn't even announce him or anything. Yeah. He just rocked up, well, yeah. Yeah. and that was a special night. Yeah. But those sorts of things are amazing. But what my point is is spending eighty to hundred quid on a ticket in a 17,000 seater venue. Yeah. I think it's a certain amount of like let's tick it off the list. People want us people yeah. want to say oh I've seen him. You know what I mean? There's a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I it's can, an amazing I can, I can, payday though, isn't it? I, I can see where you're going. Yeah, it's going to be So yeah, on opinion halls, the opinion is and and you know that's why you bring it up, listeners will have an opinion and um mine is I'm not sure I would enjoy it. Yeah. Unless you're front and center, which is going to be unlikely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that, I suppose. Why not just get the DVD and then open a window and let the wind blow on you whilst you watch it? I don't know. This bit's called Hellfire and Damnation. In this section, we outline a scenario where each one of us has been wronged or where we think someone or something should be thrown into the pits of hell. Ooh. Um, I've put... Car mechanic, uh, right. mechonic. Right, you've been done over, have you? Well, I haven't been done over, no, no. But I felt a little bit hard done by. I took my car in for a second opinion yeah. on a coolant issue. Yeah. Let's say, um, booked it in, and the mechanic took it in. The mechonic took it in. <laughs> um, I'm not going to name the garage. Let's just say it was definitely not. LRP in Chedgrave because they are brilliant. Oh, right. And I would highly recommend them. Right. Okay. It was somebody else on the other side of town. Oh, right. Who yeah. I've been to before. And anyway, I said, Could you take a look? Let me know what's wrong with it, how much it will cost to fix it. And he called me back in after he'd done it. And he said, It's got a coolant leak. I said, Yeah, I know that. He said, Yeah, I couldn't, couldn't see where it was from because we, we'd have to take the engine out to do that. Couldn't see where it was. It's got a bit of a leak at the front and the back. Um, and I said, okay, so how much do you think it's going to be? Oh, I don't know, don't know. I said, hundreds? He said, yeah. I said, thousand? Oh, I don't know, don't know. Don't know how much. And I'm like, okay. And then he gave me a bill for 55 quid. And I'm like, really? And he, he, he said, yeah. Well, I took time. And I get, I get it. He did take time to have a look at it. Um, he said, I took the under tray off. I, I pressured it up. And I said, yeah, but... You can't tell me what's really wrong with it, and you can't tell me how much it's going to be. I said, that's that's a lot of money for no information. I could have told you it was... And he said, well, well, well that's it. He goes, uh, and what is it? What else did he say? He said, uh, I think that's um, that's more than fair. <laughs> and I said, more than fair? I said, well, there's fair, and obviously that's more. <laughs> that's yeah. more than fair. Uh, you're charging me more than it's fair. Anyway, I said, uh, I said, I bet, um, and I, I used this line. I said, oh, yeah, I bet, and I probably shouldn't have. I said, yeah, I don't think Lyle at LRP would have charged me that, right? Yeah. He goes, well, go to him then, right? And anyway, I just fucking paid it, went off in the car, drove off in my car, and do you know what? And so he was clearly in a pissy mood, and he wasn't being a particularly nice guy anyway. And I wasn't responding in a particularly friendly way. As I drove off, I had some stuff to do. Drove it up. The engine warning light was on. It was in limp mode. And and I'm thinking, fuck, it wasn't like that when I took it in. So what, I'm stuck in this position now where I've just had a bit of a 
ding dong with the mechanic. And now what have I got to do? I've got to skulk back and say, look, my car's fucked, mate. <laughs> you need to fix it. Anyway, I drove it back, drove it home. I did phone him. I apologised. He apologised to me. But there was that weird feeling of like, oh, no, he's actually made my car worse. And now I've got to take it back to him. Uh, anyway, luckily the light's gone out and it's all fixed itself. So you know, it, seemed, <laughs> it seems, I think it was a battery thing, actually. I think the the, uh, the engine warning was because he's had the heaters on and all sorts. Well, anyway, yeah, 50 odd quid just to look at it and not tell me what's wrong with it. Look, it depends how long he spent yeah. looking at it. Look, it, 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 would you expect a surgeon or a doctor to spend time no. trying to assess you and not get paid for it if you can't immediately work out what it is? No, but the point was he couldn't tell me anything. Yeah, but... Yeah, anyway, but, the, yeah. the other point Without is... Without taking the engine out, he, he could have just said, you know, ah, push back, but he gave it a go. I've got to say, for balance... I've used the same mechanic, and he has spent time looking at stuff, both on my car, Mrs. Pablo car, Pablo's car, and come back and said, couldn't find anything wrong with it. Um, no there's, charge? There's no charge. Yeah, see? But, but he, he probably spent more than... No, he, he saw Jaguar and thought, yeah, have some of that. Yeah, but not being funny, it's not a new Jaguar, though, is it? It's not. And it's, I'm it's, taking it's it up old. to... Anyway, I'm going to take it to Lyle at LRP in Chedgrave because he's bloody brilliant, and I regret not... Right. not uh, I actually regret getting a second opinion. I will take it to Lyle at LRP in Chedgrave, who do an amazing job, amazing service, and uh, at a fair price. All right, well, let's, let's hope you're not back here next week going, oh, can't be conic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Liar, yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's what that's what that is. You've not put anything under Hellfire and Damnation, have you? Wow. There are four things here, and they're all mine. Yeah, well, that's because you're bitter. Can no, I? no, no, I haven't. I've, 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 I think I've had a very positive week. Um, no, I don't. I just do think, think you've not spent much time thinking about this. It's, unli- it's unusual for you to not have anything to complain about. This is something that. Properly got me this week. There's normally normally things. I, I probably I thought about. I tell you what, there's a thing. Yeah, go on. It's another gym thing, right? Yeah, I don't know anything about this. I know, I know you don't know. But I go to one of these sort of main budget gyms in Norwich. It's all right. It serves its purpose. It's okay. It's full of kids, but that's fine. But when they clean the gents' um, changing rooms, yeah, they stick a sign outside on a banner stand that says caution there may be a female inside cleaning nice right right so you go in there and invariably there's not they just leave the banner stand out there because so the the, the lady the manager who does the cleaning can just wander in and out oh there's not enough cubicles to sort of change out your tackle into your you know yeah without you know Without so, showing it to the manageress. Yeah. She just comes wandering in. Oh. You, you like the idea of this, don't you? I do. I'm no. just wondering whether it works the other way and whether I need to get a job as a manager of a gym. Yeah. Well, I, I bet it doesn't work the other way. There's no way a bloke is going in the uh, uh, ladies' changing rooms and going, yeah. You, I've never seen the sign, well, the I same think... sign in outside, because the, the ladies is next door. I There's think... never a sign next door. So it's yeah. just a lady that comes back and forth. I could address that if I was manager. 
I'd well, make you, that a thing. Well, you know, and then as long as you, you warn them, surely. Look, you haven't addressed it. I'll be fully you, clothed. What? If I go in there? Well, you're not going to go in there. It's a gym. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, anyway. as, as manager. Anyway, let me just say it's it's it needs to get into the pits of hell having a bloody lady wandering in whilst you're bloody changing into your running shorts. There, that can get in, and the fact that they leave the thing there all the time just so she can go wandering. If they if they'd have put that there only when she goes in, you might think, oh well, you know, uh, I'll, I'll be I'll, I'll, I've been given warning. But the fact that it's there all the t- bloody time, yeah, you, you're thinking, well. Do you think she quite likes to uh, pop in? And you, you do wonder, don't you? You do wonder. See what's what's available. Yeah, she sort of swaggers around the place, looking like the Queen Bee. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. Is she quite fit? Is she only quite, not okay. unattractive. You know, I still don't want her to see me tackle, or or me ass. What if it was a male guy and he actually did enjoy looking at your tallywacker? <laughs> tallywacker. <laughs> <laughs> Bedtime's fun with you, isn't it? Eh? God, come on, shall I get my tallywacker out? What, what, why is that different? Uh, Would you rather have a woman popping in just to check the toilets and stuff, or or a really gay bloke who comes in and likes to have a look? I think you'd rather have the gay bloke come in. Yeah? Yeah. You like that, do you? <laughs> I put... Vegan bashers. Uh, uh, oh, food again. No, well, no, this is slightly different because um, I'm, you know, it, it's very easy to bash vegans. Yeah. You know, um, because they're quite weak. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. It's very easy to bash vegans yeah. for their choices on their diet. Yeah. And so on. But um, I think it's getting a bit boring now. It's becoming such a big thing now. And there are so many people who are choosing to go vegan. Mm. that I think we should let them. And yeah. the reason I've put this in is because I read a story. Yeah. I think I sent it over to you, didn't I? About a guy in America who ran into a vegan restaurant yeah. with two steaks, one in each hand, and started, oh, slapping, started slapping the vegan diners. And, I saw that, and, yeah. and he was saying, if you don't eat your meat, you can't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? Eat. And was slapping people. With a steak in the vegan restaurant. And I think that's taking it a bit far, don't you? It, it is. And he's he's uh, quoting Pink Floyd directly. That's right, off yeah. the wall. Yeah. Um, so I think it's time we stopped because that's what's happening now. That This is what we've become. That was in America. Yeah. I mean, shit happens like that. It, yeah. it made me think, how many um, violent crimes have been committed because of a... Um, uh, a bit, bit of a culture. Look, for, for example, you got that guy, yeah, um, hitting people with with a big stake, two big, two stakes, two, two stakes, because of the uh, Pink Floyd uh, sample uh, in the song. Well, I don't and, think and it was because of that. I think it's because he was tired. He was a sixty-year-old man quoting it directly. Yeah, but he was yeah. tired. It wasn't just doing it for the for the for the japes. He was tired of vegan restaurants opening and taking over. Just, just hear me out. Right? Yeah. Stop being contrary. Right? How many? How many uh, uh, violent crimes have been committed in the name of uh, uh, referencing popular culture? There's a few. Oh, I don't know. But so, I, so, so, so the guy who shot John Lennon. Lennon Red Catcher in the Rye, 
and thought that was some kind of code for him to then go and shoot John Lennon. That was a thing. Okay. Yeah. And, yep. and, 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 and. Yeah, go on, give me another. No. Because it's so can't, rife. Can't. It's clearly, clearly. No, it, some... will be, it will be. No, but his, his. People hear about stuff. His motivation wasn't the Pink Floyd. His motivation was the vegans. The fact that they are taking over and affecting his. It's no different to the kid who's played Grand Theft Auto and now thinks he can go and carjack someone. Okay. Or hit a prostitute. He had two bits of steak in his hand and he yeah, slapped yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. It's quite hurtful. Um, yeah. I, I I bet you somebody's had uh, a lump of cheese put in their face because Alan Partridge did it. He did smell my cheese, you mother. I bet, I bet that's happened. Okay. Somebody would have done that. It's not. It's quite spiteful, though, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just it's saying wa- it happens. And it's also a waste of good steak. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm not sure whether I want to put any others of these in. Uh, I was hard done by by the Royal Mail. Uh, again, they yeah. lost something. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Actually, the Royal Mail. Yeah, I've put because they lost a parcel. Hang on a minute. Didn't you have them in Praise Be last week? Well, yeah. I'm a fickle person when it comes to my postage. I sent a thing to someone. It was a little toy car. It went missing. Partly the other guy's fault for not being there. A little toy car. Yeah. So you probably was playing Jaws last week. No, no. These are my collectible things. You know all about that. Stop. No, don't try and get to me under my skin. No. No, let's get back to the Royal Mail. Royal fail again. Um, they lost it. So I put in a claim, and that's not easy to do. They really make it complicated. Um, they are insured. The item was insured for like 50 quid or something. So I made a genuine request that you've lost this thing, and it is lost, and they agreed it was lost. And it was like 30-odd quid I was trying to claim back for the item. Do you know what they sent me? What? As compensation, eight first-class stamps. <laughs> Fuck, what's, that's not funny, Pablo. You're, you're supposed to go, oh, God. You're supposed to go, that's a... That's a, that's a you're always was... complaining, aren't you? Your life is just one long hard luck story. You know what I mean? <laughs> eight first-class stamps. Piss off. (laughs) Shall we plug our gigs, Pablo? Yeah, let's do that. What have you got coming up? You've got a charity thing, haven't you? Uh, Yeah, um, immediately coming up, 8th of July, at the Kitchener's Memorial Centre in Lowestoft. If you've not got a ticket for this, get yourselves on it. Um, Danny Postel, absolute top draw headliner. Um, Justin Banks, Brilliant local acts, as is John Mann, and also Paul Ricketts. Um, Going to be a fantastic night. Uh, tickets going swimmingly. Uh, get on it. It's going to be a get your tickets for Ricketts. Yeah, get your tickets from wcbcomedy.com. That's a and for news on other gigs as well. Oh, very nice. Um, I've got July the sixth with Scott Bennett and Jerry Che, or Jerry K, if you prefer. Mm. Uh, that's at the Baron Bells and Beckles. On the 7th, I've got Scott Bennett and Tony Law mm. at the Chedgrave White Horse. We've sold half the tickets for both those gigs already. And in July the 8th, 
in Wingfield, I've got Danny Postill and Tony Law again. Yay! Tony's coming down to play. We're going to have a chat with him for the podcast, I think, or we'll, I might have a chat with him. But on other news, other gigs, yeah. Tony is coming down. We're going to record a podcast together. Ooh. Don't know what it's going to be called yet. Don't know what it's going to be about yet. Well. What do you think it should be about? Uh, Tony. <laughs> uh, it'd definitely be a lot of him talking about yeah. him. No, I don't think he's going to be talking about himself. No. I think I think we're going to talk about stuff. All right. He's, he's quite into his history. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I say that. He knows a few things about a few things. So that might be a thing. Then we might talk about newsy stuff. Um, not sure. Got to be careful. We've got to be careful you don't cover the same ground, otherwise you'll be stuck for things to talk about. Um, yeah. No, no, it'll be different stuff. I think he'll he'll prefer to talk about pigeons. We talk a lot about pigeons. No, we it's not having pigeons, Kai. Seagulls, we do. And pigeons. Have we done pigeons? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what? Can't have any birds. What about space? He likes space. You know, space. Do we, we do space? Yeah. We. We're having space. I think you're trying to close me down here, aren't yeah, you? Are you very... feeling bad? Are you feeling like I've I've got another lover? He's not having any of my stuff. He can... If he's got a day... Your, your stuff? Yeah. Let's just have a look what your stuff was this week. Pussy teacher in Rye. Yeah. Politics in the Boozer. No, yeah. no that's not going to come up. Village pizzas. Yeah. Ta- taco Bellend. <laughs> oh. Bus wankers. Oh, I mean, yeah. this is gold. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's not going to come out with this. No. No. Trust me, you're safe. Yeah, well, anyway, good luck. No, it's going to be good. Um, good luck. So, yeah, you'll be hearing about that. We'll have him on chatting about something, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but he's coming over to stay. That should be fun. Um, shall we move on to Contrition? You've got an apology to make, haven't you? No, not what we have, Guy. We, we have, because we forgot the format. Oh, we were a bit slack last yeah. time. We were so excited about getting our, ourselves... Going, we omitted the format, yeah, and that's why we said, as an apology, we'd get other people to read it out. Yeah, well, that works out quite well. I forgot it? to mention, and I don't know if he's listening. Now, he might be quite sad earlier. We we had Sai mm. and Dave Natris sent us one, and he'll do his next week. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Next week will be Dave. If you're still listening, Dave, yes, thank you. We have got it. And if if you want to do it, a... a very well spoken man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Got a very speaky voice. Speaky voice, yeah. Yeah. The, the campaign for real ale. Oh yes. I, I listened to their podcast, and I was expecting. Does it, it sound to be... like a load of blokes whistling through their gappy teeth? Yeah, yeah, like what, um, like time team on the piss. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I thought it would be. I was yeah. thought it'd be hairy blokes, like bit pissed, banging on about. Yeah. Uh, was it not? No. Oh. It it was inclusive. Oh. Um, well, which is a good thing. So it's like three percent. It was it was two, like three... two, two posh birds and this beta male banging on about women and beer. Okay, and real ale and you... what constitutes wild ale or wow. something. Oh, honestly, it was proper toilet. That's where we come in. Yeah, we you know, we'll go down the angel. We'll say, oh, I'll have a pint of whatever that is, Iron Fist or yeah, 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 Bishop's Knob. Do you know what the Bishop's Knob tastes like? Choir boys. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we? Uh, oh no, I've got one. Sorry, 
fat asses. Yeah, you, you, is this because you were? I've put your fat asses. Body shaming women with fat asses last week, weren't you? Well, it came up, didn't it? And you know, we talked about. I mean, you were body shaming women. Yeah, and I felt bad. Said they had fat asses. Listening to it back after I'd edited the podcast and, and published it to the world, um, I listened to it back and really enjoyed it. And then I listened to it again and enjoyed that too. And on the third listen... That's where we get all our listens from, Kai. Bloody hell. I thought to myself, oh, I've said that an old lady's got a fat arse. Yeah. And the other one had a fatter arse. And I actually said that I, th- I felt like she'd melted in her chair. That's what it looked like. And I felt bad about that. Did he genuinely feel bad about it? Do I look like I feel bad about it? I don't know what you look like when you feel bad. This I is this I, I is the don't look. think I've ever seen it. The, what you're looking at now, Pablo, is a guy that feels bad <laughs> about it. <laughs> so I thought I'd apologise. I'll tell you what, this is closest to a, a genuine apolo- apology that you're ever going to get. Look. It was massive, though, wasn't it? <laughs> Pablo, I'm trying to apologise here. Honestly... Like, she could have sat on three chairs and it stood on the side. It was large, okay? I'm not using the t- fat ass. all right? I'm not using it to describe that woman who was in the... You know, I've already used it, and I'm not going to say she had a fat ass. But what I will say is... Um, she was the kind of lady, you didn't walk around, you circumnavigated. <laughs> yes, her ass cheeks... Each had a postcode of their own. Yeah, they both, they both had like its own gravity. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying, Pablo. I'm apologising. I'm not saying any of those things. Shall we stop? Yeah, let's stop. Let's finish this podcast, Pablo. That was quite good fun, considering you've not eaten. Can I have a packet of crisps, please? Oh, I... you can have a packet of crisps, Pablo. What flavour would you like? We've got a choice. What have you got? Plain. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, salted. Sorry, ready salted. Yeah. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Maybe cheese and onion. Cheese and onion, please. Well, now I've said that, I might have eaten them all. Ah, fuck oh, let's find out in a minute when I go to the cupboard. Thank you to everyone for listening this week. And uh, thank you to our Patreon members. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and uh, our future future Patreon members... And our future sponsors. Thank you. Yes, if you'd like to join the Patreon, it's www.patreon.com forward slash promoter mouths. And it's £4 a month and you'll get some extras and it's good fun. And we also invite you to read out the the uh, introduction. That's so exciting. Yeah, yeah. People are falling over themselves. Get amongst it. So let's sign off. Thank you again. We'll, we'll catch you next week. Goodbye, Pablo. Bye, Kai.
Support Kai and Pablo by becoming a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com slash promotermouths.